so this is just gonna be raw um this is my this is gonna be my first of doing this talk and this talk will just be about god his goodness how he's been good to me and if anybody does ever watch this they can also think to themselves like how god has been so good to them so this won't this won't be too long maybe five to fifteen minutes but let's just talk about god you know god is good and he's been revealing that to me in many different ways um, like you know is there anything better than just an answered prayer when your prayers are answered after sh travailing for days and then that one day that prayer is answered it's like finding treasure it's like what jesus says making this joy full in you our joy is really made perfect perfect when our prayers are answered it's it's very nice like for example concerning my mother i'll let her know before i um uh publish this but concerning my mother she was looking for a house right to stay in but she was um there was a situation where she wouldn't be able to stay in the house she was living in at the moment so here she is looking for the house and like ready to go to a different state like it seemed like there was no way except to go like outside the state she was already living in so we went into prayer putting prayer requests and we just went into prayer and just i think it was a few days or a few weeks later i mean she didn't let me know what happened i had to ask, i asked a question and I asked how's the situation going with the house and she said oh she already has a place and uh, out of nowhere and the reason why is because of the job that she chose the way that God works is in wonderful ways like he makes every single step to he already formulates every step before we even take them and if she didn't go to that job she wouldn't have the place to stay and all uh, it just all adds up. So the way God works is amazing. It's, not, it's just nice to sit back and watch. And it also reveals the power in prayer. You see, everybody who came to Jesus came with faith. You cannot get anything from God. You can't get anything from Jesus without faith. Say the, say the uh, two blind men upon the road. They cried out to Jesus when he was walking by. And... Uh, he, and then when Jesus called them to himself, he was like, what do you want me to do for you? He was ready to do anything for them. But what did he want? What did they want him to do? They, what did they want him to do? And they just want him to open up their eyes. And so he said, according to your faith, let it be to you. Jesus is a channel of faith. So we must come to him in faith and whatever we believe in in that moment not necessarily at that moment but whatever we, whatever we believe in is what he will do for us so he really can't work in us without faith we need to have faith and faith can't be displayed in your um in your closet it, it has to be displayed by acts of faith you know taking that leap of faith that's how you display your faith to god like for us nowadays it's easy for us to confess this uh, jesus jesus as the son of god but back then when john is writing to his um to, when john is writing to the churches he says that whoever confesses jesus as the son of god 
Now, this is just what I think, not saying that this is how it is. So when John writes that, that you know who is of God if, G if they confess that Jesus is the Son of God, the reason why he said that in my idea is that back then there was a price to say that. If you said that, there's a price to pay, and usually that was with your life. You see, when they were under Roman rule, most likely under um, the emperor, uh, people were being killed because of their faith, because of instead of saying Caesar is Lord, they said Jesus is Lord. That cost them their life. But nowadays, it's so easy to say that. Even, even people who don't believe can say that. So I believe that's why he wrote that because it, it cost people to say Jesus is the Son of God. That's a very bold statement at the time, and even just to be baptized. And in other countries around the world, being baptized is like signing your death sentence. But nowadays, like in America, it's very easy just to be baptized. I mean, you don't need to show any acts of repentance, you don't need to show anything, just be dunked in the water and out as if you're a new person. But really, when John the Baptist, um, was doing his ministry people had to confess people had to show that they repented before being baptized and it, the same was in the early church people had to show um at, uh, articles of faith which was through repentance they needed to so and this is another thing about this talk it's just me really talking uh, just my ideas and there's if you want to uh, share any voice messages that you can on this app which is very nice you can go ahead like any questions or discussion topics so this is just my daily talk and it's gonna be random really random but it's gonna be primarily focused on God because God is everything and it's great and awesome and wow he's good like I would not be alive without him I would not be here he has delivered me. If he, if he, if you don't believe that God can deliver you from the situation that you're in, how small, how big, he can deliver you because he's the same God who splits the ocean, the river. Yeah, I think it's a river. I don't know. It's a big body of water. He split it for two million slaves. He can do anything for you. Just ask and come to him in faith. It's very nice to have a God who loves so much. It's very nice to have a God that cares for you. It's very nice to have a God who's perfect because you know that in his will is righteousness. So if you really want to do something righteous, if you're of those who are hungering and thirsting after righteousness, God is the one to go to. Sometimes we feel like, why do we have to do his will alone? Why is it that when we ask, it's only his will that's done? Well, if you really want to become righteous, if you really want to do righteousness, then go to God because He is righteous. He is perfect. It's, it's probably one of, it's a very nice attribute that He has. All of His attributes are nice. He's perfect. So if you really, so we, actually we must come to God with all of our needs. You know, recently I took up gardening. Yeah, I'm making um, peas. Well, no, me and God are making peas and okra and rosemary. Now the peas grow really quickly and because it's the right season for it. And I was thinking, like, when I was taking care of the peas, like, it's like Jesus' words came even more alive. Like, pruning pruning your plants, taking off the dead things and putting, and that new things may grow through. 
that's exactly what God does with us. He takes off our old works, our old ways, our sin, and He allows the righteousness, the new thing to grow in us. It may be slow, it may be painful, sometimes we may not want that, to, that thing to be cut off, but it will happen, and it needs to happen in order that we may become new creatures in Christ, which He is planning for us. You know, with His kingdom, which is also another um, foundation of this talk, his kingdom. He has a kingdom. He, has, he needs citizens, and we are those citizens. And it's time for us to learn the laws, to actually walk in the laws of the kingdom. And just become who God wants us to be, Jesus. We can be like Jesus. May not, Maybe not in this time, but in the time to come, we will be just like him. For now, we don't see him as he is, but we will see him as he is. And that will be amazing. Now back to the plants. So not that wasn't the only thing. There's also I'm growing these um, plants in pots, like not like pots where it's. Um, if any one of you knows about gardening, you know what I'm talking about. Like it's seed starting pots. So I started it indoors with a grow light. And there's another there's a process you have to do where um, in order to strengthen the plants for the outside weather, you must harden them, meaning you have to put them out in the sun for a while. Like, for greater periods of time um, in the sun every day and you also have to ex uh, let them experience what it means to have wind like force upon them so it's already, it was already windy these few days and so I put them outside and these plants are falling down like I had to keep holding them up and in the, in the midst of holding them up I just kept thinking like this is what God does with us he needs to harden us sometimes he lets us go through the hardships of life and it seems like he's not there, but he is always there. And when we're about to fall, he will pick us back up. I didn't let one of those plants fall like, until yesterday because like that plant really was falling. But I'm human, God is perfect. He will not let us fall, he's always watching over us. And if we do fall, he will pick us back up. He will set up, If I'm talking to you gardeners out there, he will set up the trellis He'll keep you, keep us growing up on that trellis, and we will never fall, and we'll have a support. He is our support. Jesus is our support. His word is always there to help us out, and his spirit is always there to comfort us. And also, about that word comfort, we think of comfort as like softening, but in the Greek, comfort means to strengthen. When Jesus says, I'll send the comforter to you, when we think about it, it doesn't make any sense the way we think of comfort these days. But really, back in that day, when he says he was something comforted to us, to um, the apostles, that was not someone who, like, you know, softens you up and everything, but he's the one who strengthens you. You don't receive comfort after being beaten. You receive strength. You get strength from this, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. He's the strengthener. That's who he is. God... <laughs> three in one God the Father God the Son God the Holy Spirit the strengthener what a trio that we have living inside of us so we know that we have a good foundation and it's been and this year has been a wild one too wow we really it's been waking a lot of people up that's a good thing but I mean people have died this year like all the crazy things that's happened and we see that this is what God says would happen through Jesus. He says that all these things will happen on a grander scale. 
in the passing days and it is happening i mean was it like two weeks ago iceland iceland had 50,000 earthquakes in a one week or was it three weeks whatever it is that's a lot of earthquakes even if it's in a year one place had 50,000 that's a lot and then how many volcanoes are erupting nowadays that's a lot how many tsunamis having natural disasters all i'm sure all you guys who are current to this day know about what's going on in Myanmar. and if you don't please go and look into it it's bad like the the military is killing their citizens they've declared open season on their citizens like it's it's bad out there we need to be on our knees for them because they're really suffering out there i did not know it was that bad it, children dying through the military people are just perishing by the day like it's bad but god is still on the throne God is still on the throne. We must remember that. Throughout all our hardships, through everything we go through, God is still on the throne. And no one will ever change that. Because God never changes. Let's remember that. People believe that with God, things become supernatural. Things become, like, out of this world. But really... The way, when we have the Holy Spirit, we see all the things working in our lives, the miracles, the, um, the, just the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's not, like, out of the world. That's exactly the way God made it in the beginning. We are out of the world in our simple nature. Oh, wow. We're, we're the ones who are uh, strange. That's the way God made it. That's the way God wanted it to be. With the Holy Spirit indwelling in us at all times. But um, we, we're not anymore, but we can be. That's through Jesus alone. And uh, what I was trying to get to is that um, people think it's like out of this world. But when I started um, walking with God, getting closer to him, things in this world became more real to me. They didn't become out of this world. It made it more real. Usually I lived in the past and the present. There's a saying out there who's, that's, that says, like, if you live in the present, not not the present if you live in the past you have depression you live in the future you have anxiety but god brought me back into the present he made life even more real for me because i was that person who was living in the future and in the past at the same time completely ignoring the present and i was being torn apart because of that but god brought me back to the present and he has become he has made the world even more real to me because he is realistic he is real god is real and you must come to him knowing that. So, yeah. So, 15 minutes has been up. And this is going to be the true nature of these talks. I don't want to have any script or anything. Just talking. And I'd really like to interact with anybody who listens to this. So, just thank you for sticking around with me. There will be another talk maybe tomorrow or next week. But all I want to let you know is that God is good. He is still on the throne. And Jesus is a king. And he's coming back with his kingdom. And just thank you, and I hope you enjoy the reading, the, um, the Bible readings of the Psalms and all the books of the Bible in the 1611 edition. That's what I like, 1611 edition. So yeah, just have a great life with God and continue to walk with Him and be strengthened through His Holy Spirit. So thank you.